Hey, and happy Monday. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Love is Encanted podcast. As always, I really appreciate your time and attention that you give to these episodes and to me. It really means a lot. And if you've been enjoying these past episodes, I would encourage you and appreciate if you would leave me a review and a rating. This really helps me reach more people. This next episode is an interview. Actually, I don't even like using the word interview. It's a conversation I had with a wonderful woman named Kara Steinway Conaway. And I met her in a Facebook group that her and I are in um, through a group coaching call. And when I learned about her and what she did and who she is, I was intrigued because her professional background is a lawyer. And when you think about a lawyer, you think of the stressed out, burned out, flustered type of person. And she is everything but those things. She has worked hard to steer away from that lifestyle and really focus on self-care and leaning into becoming the woman that she was meant to be, which is a mother and wife and business owner. I hope you enjoy this episode and I encourage you to go and listen to her podcast, which is called the Business Mamas Podcast. You can find it on Spotify and Apple. You'll find the links in the show notes and take a listen. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks so much. All right. I am joined today on the podcast with Kara Stein Conaway. Thank you so much for being here, Kara. Michelle, thanks so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to talking with you. Yeah, this is, I'm excited to have this conversation when I first uh, met you in a Facebook group and hearing you about who you are, what you do, and this podcast that you have. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to open up about your, or hear you open up about your journey. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Thanks, Michelle. I am a lawyer. I'm a law firm owner and I'm a mom of two wonderful children and a wife. And I'm also a self-love advocate. And that is the passion that led to the birth of the Business Mamas podcast, which is a podcast that I started in January of this year. Mm, Yes. And I have like binged on all your episodes up to date. And I want to say happy belated birthday to you because you just celebrated your 40th last Saturday. And Thank you. You did a podcast just before that um, episode aired actually. And I just listened to it not too long ago. And uh, I want to talk more about some things that you shared on that particular episode leading up to your 40th birthday and your, what you, your discoveries. So um, what I want to talk about right now is, uh, so I've, I've heard your podcast, what you're talking about, the law firm, you consider yourself an industry disruptor. Please tell me what you mean by that. Absolutely. Yes, I, I definitely do consider myself an industry disruptor. The reason is, is that in the law firm world and in the lawyering world, it's very acceptable to be a workaholic to work yourself into the ground to your own detriment, to produce more and more and more to no end. And it's not really 
part of law firm culture and, and lawyer life culture in general to have a really healthy life outside of the practice of law. And I don't think it should be that way. And I, it's not only in the legal industry, this is clearly uh, an issue in a lot of other industries as well. But I see myself as an industry disruptor because I believe that we can contribute meaningfully in our careers as lawyers and as professionals. And at the same time, we can also have thriving, healthy lives outside of the law practice. Mm, I love that. And when I, when I heard that you were a lawyer and that you have this podcast and practice the whole self-love ritual and try and when I think of a lawyer, it's exactly what you just said. I think of a stressed out, burnt out, like just angry individual that has so much like built up like stress and needing to just step away from life all the time because they don't put that time into take care of themselves. And you are trying to be the complete opposite and show that like, you don't need to be that, which is amazing. Thank you. Yeah. It's, we, it, like I grew up with that. Sorry to, to um, uh, cut you off there, but I, like, I grew up looking at that mentality of you need to hustle and work yourself to the ground in order to be successful. But it's, you are an example that it doesn't need to be that way. Yeah. And I've, I've been through it and, and I've worked myself to the ground and come out on the other side of it now. And so because of that, I have the personal experience to know that it is doable. It's not impossible to have a thriving practice as a lawyer and at the same time have a thriving life. Um, but I didn't, I didn't know that because going into this, I knew that my heart was called to be an advocate, um, to show up for people in their hardest times uh, in their life. I'm a, I'm a criminal defense attorney. So I, I see people and I show up for people when they're at the rock bottom, when they are in a place that they never imagined themselves to be. And that can be heavy. And it can also be so beautiful to be present with people in those really hard times. And so I, I knew from a very young age, I knew that I was called to do life-changing work, that my heart was telling me I needed to use my skills to impact people, to help them have life-changing moments and those sort of changing direction, which is in my practice, a lot of what I hope to create is that there can be this life-changing moment where everything shifts. And, and so knowing that I had that calling on my heart, when I knew also, again, from a young age that I saw myself as a mother someday, that was hard for me to reconcile at times because, you know, I was like, well, but how do I balance those things? And so that's been a huge passion for me in, in creating where I feel like I'm at right now compared to where I was before. Hmm. So let's talk about where you were before. How did you, you said that you experienced, you know, that 
stressed out, focus on your career. Like, let's go back to when you first started your journey as a lawyer navigating in that state. Sure. Yeah. So I can, I can go back all the way to 2008, which is when I became a lawyer and I was 27 years old. And I remember I started off as a public defender in Los Angeles County. And I remember feeling the incredible weight of knowing that someone's life and liberty hung in the balance of my work ethic. (laughs) And so I took that extremely seriously and I took it extremely seriously back in 2008. I still take it that seriously now. And so um, I, I think that when I began working as an attorney when I was 27, and that was before I was a mother, I felt as a new lawyer and as a woman in, a le- in the legal industry that I had to prove myself, that I wanted every client to know I wanted everyone in my law office, which was a massive law office in Los Angeles County at the time, to know that I was going to outwork anybody else. And that was really a part of the identity that I created for myself as a, as a, a young lawyer. Um, and so that was sort of my starting place. And it was very hard to reconcile that mentality and that sort of working all hours of the day and night with the possibility of having a family someday. Mm. Did that scare you that that idea was, could happen? It did scare me a lot. And I remember when I was 29, I think, you know, a couple, a couple years later. So, you know, I've been a practicing attorney for a couple years, but I knew I was, um, I was already in a very committed relationship with my then boyfriend, Jason, now husband. And I knew that I really wanted to have kids, but it was very scary to me. And I was, I, re- I remember in particular that Jason and I were involved in this workshop. And part of the workshop was we stood on top of this platform and we fell back into the arms of the other people who were at this workshop. And as we fell back, we verbalized something that we were afraid of that we needed to let go of. And what what I verbalized was that I'm gonna be a bad mom. Wow. That's pretty powerful to go through that experience, especially in front of like other people, some of which you probably didn't know. Yeah. To be that vulnerable and to say something like that, that maybe how did how what was the reaction you know i don't remember the reaction from from other people um their their role in that moment was just to catch me because i literally was falling off of a platform <laughs> into their arms <laughs> so uh, you know i remember being caught and i remember crying and i remember releasing that fear the best that i could and it and it wasn't full fully, but, but that was the start of it for me. And it was a, it was an inner knowing that even though I was scared and even though I didn't know logically how I was going to work this out, 
because I knew I was never going to drop the ball on a criminal defendant's case. (laughs) I knew I was never going to not show up fully and do all of the work that I needed to do to be prepared to know that I was serving my clients at the highest level. But at the same time, I also knew that my heart was telling me, you are meant to love babies <laughs> there. And, and, and that was so strong that I said, well, okay, I don't know how this is going to work out, how I'm going to reconcile these things, but I'm just going to go for it anyways. Wow. So what was that changing moment that made you decide to let go of this, the, your vision, your version of yourself to become a newer version. So like this the workaholic into like this woman who is now focused on, you know, having a family or practicing self-care, like where did that transition happen? What was that moment? Yeah. So part of that moment was touching in with my heart, getting connected to my heart and out of my head. Mm. I live a lot of my life in my head and especially up to that point. Um, I think I oftentimes didn't even slow down enough to really listen to my heart because I was so busy hustling and achieving that there wasn't enough stillness to really hear my heart speaking to me. But going through that process, falling off the platform, allowing myself to feel into what my heart really wanted, it was completely clear that I knew I wanted to be a mother. Wow. So you just decided in that moment that it's happening and let's go kind of thing. Yeah, basically. And you know, my, my then boyfriend or fiance, I can't remember exactly at that time what the status was, but we'd been together for quite a while already. So, you know, I, and I, he wanted children too. I mean, I think it, it was not, it both of us, it was never a question of, did we actually want to have children? I I knew from the time I was a little girl that I wanted to be a mother someday, but it was a, it was a timing issue. You know, it was a question of, is this the right time? And, and I, I realized that, that it was, and then we ended up making a, a very dramatic shift at that time after, um, after becoming pregnant and, uh, very shortly after my, my son was born, but we ended up moving from Los Angeles, which is where I was working as a public defender uh, for about four years. And then my husband was working as an architect and we transitioned about uh, three and a half hours north of Los Angeles in California to San Luis Obispo, which is where we currently live. And that was a really big move. And it was in large part motivated by my new vision for what I wanted practice to be as a career professional, as a lawyer, and also as a mom. Mm. So now you have this podcast that you created, you started it earlier this year, right? I think January, I heard, is that yes. right? Yes. Uh, like congrats on all the success you've had with it. Um, it's definitely, I've shared it with a few of my friends who, you know, are in the the past version of you that feel like they need a new mission other than the career drivers and the whole mom life. I'm not a mom yet, but following you and listening to this podcast, it does give me a different perspective on how I see 
my professional life versus how I thought that it needs to be. And I think a lot of people get wrapped up in this, these versions of ourselves that we need to be in order to like be and function as society sees us. And can we dig deep into why you started this podcast? How did you start it? And like, because I mean, yeah, let's get into how you started this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to talk about that. So part of the reason that I started the podcast was because I realized that since opening my own law firm, so just to kind of give a little bit of context, we moved up here when my, my son was a, was a baby. So that was in the beginning of 2013 in to San Luis Obispo transitioning from Los Angeles. And I worked for some, some years as an associate attorney uh, for other, for other attorneys. And then in 2017, the beginning of 2017, I opened my own law firm. And, um, and so the business mama's podcast was really born from the learn, the learning experiences that I've had mostly over the past three or so years since I opened my own law firm and designed my life in the way that I wanted to design my life. Because by being a business owner, unlike uh, working for, you know, someone else as an associate attorney or working for the County of Los Angeles as a public defender, as I had previously done, by being a business owner, I get all of the control (laughs) to really be able to design my life. Now, of course, you also get all of the responsibility (laughs) at the same time as all of the control. So there's pluses and minuses. Um, And starting the Business Mamas podcast was a way for me to share about these incredible learning experiences that I've had since I have been much more intentional about what I want my life to look like and be like, and how I want to feel. I mean, I think that that's a huge piece. It's how I want to feel when I'm working, when I'm with my kids, when I'm with friends or other family. So you've been a lawyer for a number of years now. What made you get into this industry and this profession? I became a lawyer because I wanted to be trained with the tools to make dramatic change, whether that be in individual lives, which is the work that I do as a criminal defense attorney, or potentially as an advocate in a broader arena, which um, I haven't done as much as an attorney in the criminal, criminal law field. I feel like my work is mostly focused on, on individuals because those are my clients. But the Business Mamas podcast also was born from a desire to be able to impact more lives with the, with the information that I've learned. That's what I thought you were going to say about why you became a lawyer, because I feel like that's why like the two correlate together with why you started the podcast and why you became a lawyer. It's in you to, to make a change and help others and, you know, empower others to, to that degree of, you know, it doesn't have to be this way. You can decide to make a change. 
And you do that beautifully in your podcast where you, you really open yourself up and become so vulnerable in these episodes that I congratulate and, and acknowledge you for that. Oh, thank you so much, Michelle. Yeah. I, I really feel like in my life, the most satisfying moments that I have in my life are in deep human connection. And like I said, in my career, because the people that become my clients are in such deep crisis and sadness, um, sharing that space of vulnerability and of pain and of fear, and to be able to sit with people in that space and to be a problem solver, to, to figure out a plan for how things can get better, for how things can be different in the future. Um, that is, it's deeply satisfying, which is why, I mean, that sort of feeds into what I was explaining before about why I had this fear of becoming a mother, because I didn't want to let go of this deeply satisfying career that I have, where I feel like I really do make amazing impact on individual lives. And then as you mentioned, you know, my, my hope with the business mama's podcast is that I am able to have that same sort of experience of support and communication and of ideas and inspiration for how things can feel better, how things can feel more heart-centered and grounded for, for people. And, and my audience for the Business Mamas podcast is, is not criminal defendants in the way I serve in my, you know, in my law career life. But my audience there is women who are navigating these multiple realms of their lives and who, like me, don't have any desire to give up on a career that feels good to them or who feel a calling on their heart to do something big in the world, to make an impact. And I don't believe that that is at all something that you have to let go of because you also want to be a mother. So you're a mom of two and a wife and a business owner, lawyer, how, what daily habits have you implemented in your life to help you stay grounded and balanced? Yes. And this is, this is so incredibly important because, you know, as I mentioned, I started my law firm in the beginning of 2017, by the end of 2017, I was I had worked myself into the ground because although my intention with starting my own law firm was to be able to have more control and more flexibility so that I'd be able to choose to have, you know, certain hours where I would set aside those to do family activities. The reality of starting a brand new law firm was that it was incredibly time consuming because I was not only practicing law, but I was also doing um, a great deal of business work as well. And my husband, Jason, did an incredible amount of the business aspect of things too, which made it much more feasible, I think, than if I would have been juggling all of that on my own, for sure. But um, but yeah, so I reached this point in December 2017, where I, I was working seven days a week. Um, and oftentimes, you know, six long days, with like a shorter day on Sunday. And 
um, that was too much for me, but I, but I didn't really realize that there was an alternative at the time uh, until this cold morning in December on a Sunday where I packed up my work bag. I left my nine month old baby Cameron and my recently turned four-year-old Jackson with, with my husband, Jason on a Sunday morning and packed up my stuff and went to my office. And when I walked in the doors, I collapsed to the floor. I couldn't even turn on the computer. And I laid there for, I don't know how long, but it was a long time. I mean, I'm like hours. I just was laying on the floor and realizing how incredibly depleted I was. And I know that I have that sort of workaholic tendencies in me that make it very hard for me to stop working when I feel like something is not quite done. Mm. Um, and so I had pushed myself to that point and I was, I was very sad because I was, my kids were little, I had a, you know, a nine month old baby and I felt like I was missing too much time with them. And I was, my balance was really off for what my heart wanted and so that was my, that was my shift. That was when I made my changes and started implementing uh, better boundaries with work that could keep me healthier and could keep my work quality better too. Because when you work yourself that hard, you actually can't do your best quality work. And so um, the change that I made right then and there was, I was like, Sundays, this is not happening. I am no longer available to do law firm work on Sundays. And I haven't done law firm work on Sundays since, since then. Um, and that was a huge change for me, even though it may sound to some like, okay, well, you were still working six long days a week. And that's true. I was, but for me, just having that boundary with, but I don't work on Sundays anymore was a huge, huge shift. Yeah, I bet it was. And you got some of that time back for yourself and your kids and your husband that you would have missed otherwise. Yes. And, and the other thing that I did, Michelle, that was really life-changing and that I have continued to maintain to this day is that I also care for myself every morning for, and the time for how long I spend doing that, it can kind of change and it has shifted over the years. But starting, you know, back then in December, 2017 or beginning of 2018, I implemented a, a morning routine so that I was spending time taking care of myself each morning before I did anything else. And basically it's, it's how I poured into my own cup so that during the day I would have a lot more energy to dedicate to everyone else that I was needing to take care of and serve for the rest of the day. Mm, I love that. I love a good morning routine and I need to know what does yours look like? Yeah. And it, it evolves over time, but I'll tell you what it is currently. Mm -hmm. I, I say a morning mantra first thing in the morning, just when I realize I'm awake and, and it's usually I'm happy, I'm healthy. And today I get to help people or it can be, and I'll change it sometimes depending on how I feel and what I feel like I need to my to say to myself, another one that I use a lot, especially if I'm feeling some, um, some worry about, you know, pending law firm tasks or pending work that I need to do. I'll, I'll say I'm happy. I'm healthy. 
And today I'm not even trying to be perfect. And that also really <laughs> feels like it's just a great start. Like, okay, I'm giving myself a pep talk first thing in the morning. And um, then I spend just a minute or two in gratitude about, I just do it verbally, you know, what is something in this moment that I'm grateful for? And that can just be, oh gosh, this pillow is just so snuggly. And I'm such a lucky person that I get to live in this home that's heated where I have clean water and I'm just, you know, my basic needs for life are met in this moment. And just to feel that. Um, and then after gratitude, uh, that's when I usually start exercising. So I, I've done a variety of different exercises, but ever since I became a mom, uh, I've personally not belonged to like a gym where I need to go somewhere outside of my house because it's just a, a time commitment of traveling that I'm not interested in spending time in transit for exercise. So, um, I've done beach body workouts. I've done Lori Harder is someone who has a workout program that I enjoy. And, and I sometimes try out new workouts. So then I do my workout and after I do my workout, I do a meditation and, um, and then in addition to doing a meditation, I always, always snuggle with my boys. Um, I oftentimes make them breakfast and make sure they're fed and make sure that they remembered to put on their clothes properly <laughs> for school and that kind of thing. Um, but then I always snuggle with them. Um, and that is a super important part of, of my morning routine too. So what time does your morning start at? You know, it's not always at the exact same time and actually, you know, working from home because, because of COVID-19 and um, those changes where I transitioned to mostly working from home. Um, I actually, I feel like was able to sleep in a little bit more because <laughs> I didn't have to spend time commuting to work as much. Um, but I usually start at about six o'clock and, and it normally takes me for the whole thing from start to, um, to at least finishing the meditation to, cause that's all by myself, you know, and the kids aren't usually awake by then. And so I'm done before seven, you know, the whole thing before I transition into go making sure they have breakfast and doing snuggles with them, that takes about an hour. So usually it's from around six to seven in the morning. Wow. That's amazing. Just that you, you know, you give yourself that time, even as a mother of two and a wife, um, it must help that it sounds like you have a very supportive partner as well. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm very supportive partner for sure. And a very involved, um, and committed father, um, which is an amazing part and shouldn't be understated, you know, as the value of, of creating a family to be able to have that. How long have you guys been together for? 20 years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. We met, yeah. We met when I was 19 and I just turned 40. So yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. So what do you think is the key that has, you know, kept you guys thriving and strong right now? What have you been able to maintain in the relationship or what do you continue to do to, to make sure you, your bond is still strong? Well, I really do think that 
learning how to take care of ourselves is at the center of all healthy relationships. And that's why the Business Mamas podcast is is dedicated to helping women practice more self-care and more self-love because I believe that it's through that practice that I have become so much more present in my life, present in my working life, uh, present with my kids, present with my husband and my family. Um, and I, I very much credit it to practicing self-care and practicing self-love because when I am filled up, you know, when I'm at peace, because I've been in gratitude and I've fueled my body with amazing exercise that gives me energy. And I've calmed my mind with a meditation and I've snuggled with my little boys. I've done all these things that leads me to feeling so full and so nourished. And so then going into the rest of the day, I am operating from a place of love and feeling grateful to be able to give to others because I give a lot to my clients for many, many hours during the normal work day, whether that's direct client interaction or it's doing work to prepare for, for their cases. Um, and so it's really an act of, of giving and loving. And I do that with joy in my heart in large part, because I've already done that for myself too. And that carries over, not just to the workplace, which I do spend a lot of hours working, but it also carries over into my other relationships, both with my children and husband and family members and other dear friends. It's like, I can show up and be present with someone in a really deep way because I am also nourished myself. And because I can also say when I'm not feeling nourished (laughs) and when I need more, you know, care for myself. Um, And so I really do think that that credits just this overall feeling of, of peace in my life, which is really what I want. I freaking love that you said all of that because that is like the whole like bones of why I started my podcast is exactly what you just said about needing to fill yourself up with doing the things that, you know, take better care of yourself and becoming the healthier version in order to operate your best version for the people around you. And it really does start within. Yeah. And Michelle, I think for a long time, I thought that I could just hustle through all of it and that I didn't really need to tend to myself in that way because I'm, I'm a hustler. Like I'm just a hardworking person and I can push myself really hard and I can work all those hours a day and I'm capable of doing that. And I know, you know what I mean? And there's a lot of us that sort of fit into that really hustle type a, we can do all the things. Um, and so I did it, but it wasn't until I actually started slowing down a bit and listening to my heart more and realizing, although I can hustle through, (laughs) I actually feel so much happier and more at peace in my life when I pause and I give myself that time to be slow, to be nourishing, to take care of myself in a way that I know I don't have to, but that I get to. Mm. Yes. 
So what are you trying to do less of right now? That's a great question. Um, I think, honestly, I think my work balance is still a little heavy on the work. <laughs> um, and I know that's my own, that's my own tendencies. I fully own up that I, I tend towards workaholic tendencies and, um, and it comes, I think mostly from a good place, you know, it's like, I just, but I, I feel like I contribute so much through the work that I do. And it feels so good to know when I'm impacting someone in a positive way. Um, but at the same time, I also have these little, little children, you know, who are also amazing and who I also feel incredibly fulfilled by getting to be with them. And so, um, I, I think that's the balance for me is in knowing when to say no to, to more work. And, and I'm, I've been practicing it more and more. I've been practicing it more in 2021 than I, than I did before. And to, to getting clear and to knowing, you know, I know that I know the way I show up for clients for their cases and that they'll be very well cared for and taken care of by how I approach my work. But I, I can't do that for everyone because I'm only one person. And, um, and so Michelle, I think that part of creating the business mama's podcast, honestly, was, was a way for me to scale my, my impact too, because as a criminal defense attorney, I really can only work one-on-one -on -one with a, with a certain number of people. And, um, I, I do limit those numbers because I always, always want to know that I'm showing up for each client in absolutely the best way I possibly can. And because I am private and I get to decide how many cases I take the way that I keep quality up and also don't take on more than will take me out of the balance I want with my family is by just saying no, you know, when work knocks at the door, you don't have to always say yes to it. So, so I practice that and, and I get to continue, you know, practicing that and finding the balance that feels, feels good for me. Ooh, that was epic. Okay. So less of that, what are you doing more of these days? Hmm. And you kind of answered it in that because it was the less on work and more of saying no, but maybe I want to ask you in more of a, um, I guess in a digging deeper into the self-care rituals, what are you trying to do more of, whether it's intentional or non-intentional? You know, Michelle, what I'm doing more of is being fully myself like just really stepping into complete openness and honesty about what it is I want and not being ashamed of any part of who I am or what I want to be. So like just, just what I just told you about sort of my work-life balance, like I love my work. I love the impact I get to have on people. And yet I think that right now, I'm still doing probably too much of it. Like I, after you and I are done recording, 
I'm going to be doing law firm work (laughs) and it's, and it's a Saturday today. And that's because I have a lot of it to do. And like I said, I'm never going to drop the ball on someone who has trusted me with their case and they will get what they deserve to be as cared for as I possibly can. And so, but in an ideal world, I don't think I would do law firm work every Saturday, which is how it is right now (laughs) for me. So, you know, I think that, but that feels, even saying that to you, that feels vulnerable and that feels a little scary because in the law firm world, that's not really acceptable. (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, and so that goes back to, you know, the beginning when you asked me why I say I'm an industry disruptor is because I believe that I shouldn't feel bad about not wanting to do law firm work on Saturdays. Um, And that it's okay for me to say, you know what? I do love my work as a lawyer and I do love the contribution I'm making, but I can take on a couple less cases so that Saturdays can be more fully dedicated to recharging and to playing and to giving myself more time to reflect and to be quiet. Because Michelle, like I said, I've been hustling for a long time and this sort of newfound um, wisdom that's coming from the quiet is something I wanna lean into more. Hmm. Kara, you just turned 40 last week. What are you going to be, what does the next, you know, 10 years look like for you now you're 40 no sorry I'm gonna reposition this question what did you not expect when you turned 40 what did you realize what are you most proud of in this new decade of your life it may sound a little silly but I feel wise (laughs) and that feels so good. You know, I, I just, I feel like, especially in this transformation that I've been sharing on the business mama's podcast of reflecting on my life, reflecting on the challenging moments of, of motherhood and work balance and those issues that have come up and what I've learned from them and how I've realized how to make the self kind the self-kindness choices that I've learned how to make in my life that help me feel more loved, that help me stay in that place of self-love and to come back to it when I stray. And, And to know that I've come to a place in my life now where I really do have so much insight about how to take care of myself, how I feel loved so that, you know, as a 20 year old, or even it probably in my early thirties, I don't think I ever spent time by myself, um, at least not in any significant timeframe, but, um, just before actually I decided to start the business mama's podcast, it was, I think in December of yeah, December of, of 2020, because I started in January of 2021. Um, I, I took two nights away for myself, just, 
in an Airbnb close to home. I didn't even travel very far, you know, half an hour away from where I live with, with my husband and my kids. But I gave myself a couple of days just to be by myself and reflect and I loved it. Like I had such a good time. I was like, wow, you're like really fun to be with even just by yourself. Yes. (laughs) That is so powerful. I think more people should do that. I think if you can be and love just being with yourself, like that is just shows how much gratitude you have for the life you have just do sitting with yourself. Yeah. So I think, you know, 40th birthday, reflecting on, on where I am with that, with my, with my own self-love, with my own ability to care for myself. Um, I didn't have that insight, you know, when I was 20 or when I was 30. And I feel like I have so much more of that insight now. And I'm super grateful for that and, and excited for where that takes me. Absolutely. Now, Kara, I could sit and talk to you all day and I looking at the time and I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's, we're already creeping up on an hour and I could ask you more and more and dig deeper and deeper. And I would love to have you back on so we can navigate through different um, topics with you. A um, couple last questions to close in on is what are you challenging yourself to do these days? a good question. I think I'm challenging myself to put myself out there more, um, especially with the podcast, because as uh, like, like I told you, I have a lot of work at my law firm. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not regularly needing to put myself out there in the law law area for, for more work. Cause it comes in, <laughs> it comes in quite well. Um, but I'm putting myself out there more with the message that I'm sharing with the business mama's podcast, because I feel like it's an important part of me too. And I think that's part of respecting like who I am as a whole woman and a whole person is allowing myself to be multi-passionate and to talk about multiple passions at the same time and to not be afraid that someone's going to think that I'm worse of a lawyer or worse of a mom or worse of whatever, because I have other things in my life that I'm, that I'm passionate about. So putting myself out there more, whether that's, you know, having more conversations like the one that you and I are having today. Um, But yeah, that's what I'm working on is, is putting myself out there in the world more. Okay. And in saying that, how can we support you more? Where can we find the podcast and more about you? Oh, thank you, Michelle. Thank you. First of all, just thank you so much for inviting me to have this conversation with you because it's been so enjoyable and you're a person that I really enjoy talking to about life because I feel like there's such incredible opportunity for us to live intentionally and to create the life that feels so good to us. Um, And I, I feel that way when I, when I listen to your podcast, that it's just a really authentic space where you're sharing your reflections and being really mindful about living. And so first, I just want you to know that I appreciate you showing up in the world that way. And for, 
extending the invitation to me to get to have this conversation with you. It, it really means a lot to me. Oh, thank you, Kara. I really appreciate you saying that. It's, yeah, it's my way of, you know, healing my own journey and navigating through my own thoughts because there's, there's so many in my head and I just, sometimes the best way is to, to say it out loud. And, you know, if you just, if one person hears it and it, it helps them, then that's the whole point of this. So I didn't start it just to, you know, gain thousands and thousands of downloads. I wanted it to heal my own journey and focus on the intention of living a life full of abundance in every single way. So that's why I reached out to you because I feel like when I first started listening to your podcast, that's like, I could relate, even though I'm not a mom, it was still like relatable to the topics that you were talking about. So yeah, I, I acknowledge and support you in that way. And where can we find this podcast of yours? Okay. Yeah. So for the podcast, it's called the business mama's podcast. I think if you go to iTunes or to any of the other, the other platforms, if you enter my name, that's probably the best way for it to come up. So it's Kara, K-A-R-A, Stein, S-T-E-I-N, hyphen, C-O-N-A-W-A-Y. If you put that into iTunes, the podcast will come right up. And um, also, I'd, I'd love to have a conversation. I, I, as I've so enjoyed this conversation with Michelle, I'd love talking about this topic. And the best way to have a conversation with me would be to find me on Instagram at Kara Stein Conaway. That's there's no hyphens in there. It's just Kara Stein Conaway on Instagram. And um, I also have a website that has my podcast. It has blog. Um, that's also karasteinconaway.com. Awesome. Thank you. I will put all of those links in the show notes. So if people want to get direct um, contact with you, then they can do that that way. And we will continue the conversation at a later time. But thank you for giving me the last hour to talk about your journey and the focus that you put on to empower others through your own self-care journey. Thanks, Kara. Michelle, it was an honor. Thank you. I look forward to more conversations with you. Absolutely. Thanks so much. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I invite you to join me every week as I openly discuss relationships and not just the fairy tale love story shit. I'm talking about the challenges, the hard stuff, and the things you must first face and discover about yourself before you can fully be with someone else. Love is Encantled isn't just about the love for someone else, but the love for yourself. Really, it's about the love for yourself. And then exploring those challenges and behaviors and actions and patterns into somebody else. I'll share stories, interviews, and advice that no one asked for, but you need to hear. Thank you so much for your time and attention. We'll see you next week. And if again, if you enjoyed this episode, I would love it and appreciate it if you went to Apple Podcasts and left me a review. Thanks so much and see you next time. Thank you.